Well, hey there, it's Adam Shell, the pastor at Melbourne Heights, and welcome to our sermon podcast. Now, over the next couple episodes, we're going to be finishing up our series based on the book of Exodus, and I'm actually going to be turning over the pulpit to someone else for these last two sermons. Joe Noland is our youth pastor at Melbourne Heights, and he's going to be preaching the next couple of sermons that you'll hear in this podcast. But he's going to continue along the same path that we started down last week. He's going to be talking about how God overcame the darkness that the people of Israel were facing during their slavery there. And he'll start this week by exploring how God helped Israel make it out of Egypt and beyond the Red Sea, and he'll also show us what that means for us in the darkness that we face today. So let's get right into this episode's sermon. For an extended amount of time has figured out two things about me. First, I'm a huge nerd when it comes to anything sci-fi, fantasy, or history. But second is that my first year of college was spent at the University of Kentucky. Sorry for you guys that are UofL fans. Uh... What I don't always volunteer about my time at UK is why I didn't actually finish college there. And normally if I did tell you, I usually did it in a joking manner because I like making fun of my past. Uh, But to be completely honest, my year at UK and the year following were probably two of the most disastrous years of my life. Now, that being said, I had a great time at UK and I thought it was going to be the greatest time of my life. I was part of a fraternity that was a service fraternity that passed out hamburgers and hot dogs to the the marching band. I was part of the marching band, which was a fantastic time. I was part of the Air Force ROTC, because originally I set out to be a pilot. Obviously that didn't work out so well. But uh, I loved every minute of my year at UK in that first semester. I had fun. I had a great time. And then I got my first report card. Yep. Uh, So my first semester at UK, I got a 1.2 GPA. Yeah, that's slow. (laughs) Uh, And because of that, I got put on notice. I was now on academic probation, which meant that I either had to get a 2.0 the next semester to stay in school, or they were going to suspend me. So I uh, spent my entire next semester working with teachers, my professors, my TAs, trying to get my grades up, Worked doing everything I could to get that 2.0 or higher because at that time I'd also never gotten something that low. But it didn't work. I didn't bring my grades up. In fact, they got lower. I left the University of Kentucky with a GPA of 0.9. Now let me make sure you heard that right. It's not like a 1.9 or 2.9 or anything. No, 0.9. Which means that second semester I did worse by half. First semester, 1.2. Second semester, 0.6. So, uh, obviously, I got kicked out. Uh, I was given the notice that I was now on academic suspension. And so, because of that, I got thrown into my darkness. Much like the Israelites in the book of Exodus. So, if you have your Bible with you, whichever version you use, turn to Exodus chapter 14, we're going to be starting in verse 10. Now, as you turn there, remember what Adam has been saying through this series, that Exodus is a journey, or the Israelites' journey out of darkness. The Israelites had just been released from 400 years of slavery. They were free, or so they thought. We start today's scripture at the edge of the Red Sea, where the Israelites face one of the darkest hours. So starting in verse 10, uh, read with me here. It says, As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians coming after them. 
Then the Israelites were terrified and cried out to the Lord for help. They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you took us to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Isn't this what we told you in Egypt? Leave us alone so that we may serve the Egyptians. But it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. But Moses said to the people, Don't be afraid. Stand firm and see the Lord's salvation. He will provide for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You must be quiet. So a couple of weeks ago, Adam talked about the Pharaoh's hardened heart. In the sermon, he mentioned that Pharaoh quit caring about the needs and the wants of God's people and instead made it worse for him out of the actions of Moses. It took God throwing Egypt into chaos before Moses was even allowed to leave, and still even then, Pharaoh's heart was hard. We see that here because of that, even after all the plagues that hit Egypt to release God's people in the first place, Pharaoh still wants to capture and control the Israelites. So much so that he takes his entire army after them to hunt them down and catches up to the Israelites on the coast of the Red Sea. So rightfully, the Israelites are scared and angry both with God and with Moses for bringing them out in the wilderness with no shelter, only to die by Pharaoh's hand. But then over the darkness comes God's light. Moses reassures his people that God will provide. So if you still have your Bible open, skip down to verse 19 and continue reading with me there. It says, Then the angel of the God who was going in the front of the Israelite forces moved and went behind them. The pillar of cloud moved in front of them and stood behind them. It came between the Egyptian and Israelite forces. The cloud was there in the darkness, yet it lit up the night. So neither group came near the other all night long. So a fog, a cloud, came down out of darkness and and just covered everything so thick that I'm pretty sure anybody that would be looking at this thing would be be just scared to even go into it. Especially at that time in history where not being able to see is a very, very important thing to have. But on top of that, not only was it a thick cloud, it glowed. It was a cloud that had light inside of it. So that in itself would, would have the Egyptian army kind of looking at it and going, I don't want to go in there. Do you want to go in there? No. So God literally sends his light to hold back the darkness of the Egyptian army. Let's keep going a little further. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord drove the sea back with a powerful east wind all that night and turned the sea into dry land so that the waters were divided. And the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with the waters like the wall to them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians set out in pursuit, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots and his horsemen, all went into the sea after them. And during the morning watch, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian force from the pillar of fire and cloud and threw them into confusion. He caused their chariot wheels to swerve. He made them drive with difficulty. Let's get away from the Israel, the Egyptians said, because the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may come back on the Egyptians, on their chariots and horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak the sea returned to its normal depth. While the Egyptians were trying to escape from it, the Lord overthrew them in the sea. The waters came back and covered the chariots and the horsemen and the entire army of Pharaoh that had been gone after them into the sea. None of them survived. But the Israelites had walked through the sea on dry ground, with the waters like a wall to them on their right and their left, And that day the Lord saved Israel from the power of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. When Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians, the people feared 